where we basically normal dudes just sit around and chat about video games because we love it. We love it so damn much. We love you. And I love Chamberlain, who writes the games. Of, or, damn it. I fucked it all up. We're keeping this in. I'm not doing all that again. I love Chamberlain, who writes infinitebacklog.blogspot.com. Chamberlain, how's it going this week? I, I appreciate you calling me normal. That That's, you know, in you certain are. crowds, I feel pretty normal. In other crowds, I don't feel you're, normal you're at like, all. <coughs> you're, you're an IT professional. Uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty boring. That's not uncommon. No, you're a white not. guy. Oh, in in the in the American Midwest, that's yeah, not that uncommon. That's uh, you're 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 a father. You're married yeah, to a woman. Yeah, it's all pretty normal stuff. That is, I'm I'm actually pretty boring when you put it you that are. way. You're, so. you're, mar- you're margarine on two legs, man. Yeah. <laughs> At least I'm Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's something special too. <laughs> well, it's certainly wacky compared to the two of you. <laughs> uh, <I'll, laughs> go ahead. <laughs> jo- jo- joining us. Of course, is Alex. <laughs> Alex, how are you doing this week? Feeling pretty normal. Feeling pretty good. Pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Not, not, nothing freakish and unusual has happened to you. No, I uh, had a good day. Things are working oh. out. Oh, yeah, excitement. Now, um, was this was this just a first date, or have there been multiple dates? Um, first date, and she asked to schedule immediately for Sunday. Oh, so really? That bodes well. That does bode well. That's not shit. Just... Damn. That- that means she's both confident and into you, which is good. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, that's nice a good combination. Face. That's pretty cool. It is, man. I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little jelly. I think I'm mostly just jelly of the youth and the optimism of of actually going out on dates. I haven't had it beaten out of me yet. Someone, <laughs> someone walks up to me <laughs> and asks me for a date, and I'm again. just like, no, no, hmm? really, <laughs> just no, just right off the top, nah. Oh no, man, I got friends. I got a friend who keeps on trying to kind of push me. Towards things, and I'm like, nope, nope, I'm good, I'm good. You'll come around eventually. I don't have, I don't have the time. I don't even have the time to play the video games that I love so much. Nobody has enough time to play all the video games they want to play. But there are too many good video games. Find the time. That <laughs> is true. No, Smokers I'm actually find the money. Smackers what? Find the time. <laughs> yeah, there's there was a there was a little comic that was making the rounds on Twitter last week, and like three different people retweeted it, and it's someone staring at three blocks of time. One is uh, work, one is eat, one is sleep. Mm. And he's holding a block called video games. And he goes, there's got to be a way to fit this in here somewhere. <laughs> and he reaches for the block called sleep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this was tossed around a bunch of Overwatch threads because they're talking about how can people have a rank of like, like they're like level 800 in Overwatch parlance. Like they've, they've prestiged 20 times or 10 times or something. Like how the hell can you do that? And they're throwing around this comic. And I'm like, what the thing is, is they don't have the block called job. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. it, man. That's the difference. <laughs> or it's a shared account. Yeah, I believe Cheaters. I believe that's the case on some people too. But then you never know what you're getting when you play someone with a sh- when when you like you hit someone who's like level sixteen hundred and they just play like ass. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, shared account. Someone's little brother logged in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I actually played a new game this week. A new game? Yes. Last night, tribute games Flint Hook came out. Sweet. Flint Hook is a two D platforming. Uh, Slight roguelike, but it also has quite a bit of the um, the rogue legacy style thing, where no matter what you do, you're always kind of getting a little stronger. Ooh, see now you're speaking my language. I like that game. Now, uh, 
it's it's beautifully animated pixel art. It's made by the guys who did Mercenary Kings and Curses and Chaos. It is a 2D platformer. Um, it is a, an action roguelike um, with a grappling hook. <laughs> what do you what based on your knowledge of me? How do you think I feel about Flint uh, Hook? I, I'm, I'm thinking you you really enjoy it, that you sat down and you're, you're holding hands and, you know, having lunch together, and it's a good time. I hope. I, I could really take or leave this thing. Really? Oh, no. Oh. And, and what it is, for, and I'm looking at reviews that are, are fairly positive, and maybe it's just on account of getting skills that I haven't unlocked yet, mm. but I find the controls are just super shitty. And I um, I remember on Twitter a year ago or more, Tribute Games was soliciting advice for how you would lay out a control scheme for a game with these uh, these actions in it. And I thought, well, that's kind of weird, but okay, whatever. And almost immediately, I wanted to remap like what the grappling hook was, what jump was, and uh, or what shoot was. Then it, uh, what's weird about it is there's nothing on the second analog stick. It's not like you're moving with the left stick and aiming with the right, because all you've got to attack with is a gun. You move with the left stick, and you aim with the left stick. What? So you can't aim towards a guy in front of you without walking towards him. That's... If you move away from him, you're now shooting away from him. And the speed at which the game plays makes any little mistake like that a big fucking deal. Then eventually you unlock this thing called lock-on that allows you to lock on your aiming. And so you think, oh, okay, I just tap this button, and it'll target the nearest enemy, and then I'll auto-shoot at them while I fly through the air. That'll work. Okay. That's not what it does. Oh. What it does is it locks your motion in place so that you can't back up, you can't move forward, but now you can aim in 360 degrees without moving. That's stupid. It's pretty stupid. It's pretty. Yeah. It's like they built a whole new mechanic because their their kind of core uh, way of controlling the game is just a little bit stupid. And the reason it's like this is because you can't use the second analog stick because there's so many abilities on the face buttons. You need both shoulder. You need all four shoulder buttons. You need all the face buttons for all the abilities they've just thrown into this ability soup. And it's because of this. I'm not finding it much fun to play. Like, yeah. it's it's no fucking um, uh, Enter the Gungeon. It is not nearly as good as Enter the Gungeon. Um, and this past weekend, weirdly enough, I, I think it was I was playing Persona 4, and I lost a bunch of progress, and I'm like, fuck this. I turned on Galaxy again, and just immediately fell back in love with Galaxy. And then to go from the orgasmic pleasures of Galaxy to Flinthook... And feel so let down by the controls. Hmm. I am like I'm. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna kind of keep plucking away at it because it is incredibly endearing in terms of its presentation. Uh, how quickly you move around these environments once you kind of master the hook is really cool. Like I love good fluid momentum movement mechanics, and this definitely has that. Um, but as a first impression, after maybe two hours with it, mm. I I am not. I am less than pleased with Flint Hook, and I am shocked. Mm. Shocked. 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 That's that's too bad. You you talked about that one like for like years. Yeah, for <laughs> years I've been ta- I've been waiting for a flint hook, and yeah, because yeah, um. So are there really eight different skills that you need? All four shoulder buttons and all four face buttons. Okay. Um, or I mean, couldn't you switch between them? I mean, the hook is the hook is R two. 
there there is apparently a dodge move on R1 that I haven't unlocked yet. The okay. lock on is L1. Slow down time is L2. Okay. So if you want to slow down time while using the lock on, <laughs> you can't. Yeah. Hold down yeah. both buttons at once. Uh, shoot is square. X is jump and uh, circle and tr oh yeah triangle I think is your uh, triangle is your your sub weapon which you can only pick up and hold one of at a time and uh, and circle is interact with things um, but it, it does kind of the uh, the transistor thing where you have a certain amount of uh, let, let's call them memory blocks mm -hmm. and as you progress you unlock cards that are skills and each skill card takes up a certain number of memory blocks. And as you beat levels, you get these skull coins that you can use on the black market to unlock more memory blocks, unlock kind of permanent perks for the character, like more hit points, stuff like that. Um, so there is, there, you know, there is that nice kind of progression no matter what thing. But again, the controls are just, I'm not liking the right, control so, scheme at all. So I'm holding my DualShock 4 here. And what about this? What about you move with the right left analog stick, and with the right analog stick, if you push in a direction, you automatically shoot in that direction, so you no longer need a shoot button. How do you, you jump? Clicking in the right stick. Clicking? Click, yes. Jump is click? Yeah, jump would be R3. Or, uh, that, no? That's actually, that's actually where I've got jump mapped on Reinhardt and Zarya, but go on. Either that, or you put it on one of the one of the shoulder buttons. Well, that that would remove the need for the lock on button. Yeah. And then so you, that's an then extra you could button. Have, then you could have jump on the lock on button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would work, I think. But here's the thing: you can't remap the controls. Oh. Because <laughs> I immediately looked. the the op The option isn't there. It just tells you what the controls are and deal with See, it. That bugs me because I've seen videos of of people who are in some way disabled who want to play a game, and they're trying to remap it to whatever buttons that they want to remap it to. And there are some games that are super good for it, mostly PC games, honestly. And there are some games like Flinthook where it's like, nope, sorry, yeah, your hands don't fit a standard controller, you don't get to play our game. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it's really weird for an indie to be that kind of blind to accessibility, mm. you know? Well, I mean, the fact that they asked, they, that they tweeted out to the masses, how would you do the controls for this, means that they didn't, they, they really were out of ideas. Have, they, they had no know. freaking clue how to make yeah. it work, and yeah. uh, they didn't quite. That being <laughs> said, you know, may, maybe maybe I'm just playing it wrong. Like, I don't think that's the case, because I can beat the shit out of Galaxy. Like, I can play a game. I can mm -hmm. play a hard game and be good at it, but um, may, maybe I just need more practice at this. Yeah. You know, I don't think I ever beat, like, the first, uh, I don't think I ever got past, like, the second boss of Enter the Gungeon. Maybe I'm just getting old. Yeah, I never Flippers did either. Okay, good. All right, now I feel better. But feel better. Damn, that first floor is good. Oh man, it is. <laughs> really? Neither you made it past the second. Oh wait, carry? yeah, I, I got stuck on the third one. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't think I, I don't think I cleared the second. I either. never, I never played the game, so. Mm -hmm. I think I cleared the second one like maybe six times, maybe. Mm. It was, mm. uh, but it was, yeah, it's. Uh, Enter the Gungeon is remarkable. It's a great one. Yeah, Actually, neither of us have gotten halfway through it, and we still love it. That's right. Think that's about right. It. I think that speaks very very highly of it. I never finished Darkest Dungeon. Love the shit out of that. Oh, so good. So good. <laughs> I keep on stopping myself from playing it because I'm waiting for the Crimson Court update. Um, so, uh, have you beaten Tales of Berseria? I did. I finished it. Ooh. I finished it last night. I, Can we funny. spoil it? Yeah, I, I think I, we can. You've talked about the story so much, I need to know. Yeah, how I, I think we can spoil it. I, I, we'll give everybody listening, you know, fair warning that I'm going to 
pretty much go through as much of the ending as I understood because I, I will start off by saying that it, it does lose steam at the end. It's created these characters and it, and it doesn't, especially Velvet, it doesn't know what to do with her in the end. Um, so she just kind of does something odd and then fades away. I mean, it, it's it's... They kind of does back she literally themselves fade the away, or does she no? It's, she the she does some no. She doesn't even walk into the sunset. She does something that's both noble and ignoble at the same time, which fits her character. But then she's just kind of gone, and then another character becomes God, and the other four kind of go about their merry way. So where we left last, our heroes le- left left where last we left. last left. Thank you, our heroes. Where I talking last week is they were decided they're going to kill God. Um, but they didn't really know who or what God or Enomiat was at this point. So they finally chase down Artorius, who is the person who killed Velvet's brother, and okay. ask him to, what's your plan? Tell us. And, 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 and Artorius is both good guy and bad guy. He does the bloviation of, here is my plan. So his plan to wipe out all evil and therefore wipe out the demon blight, is to remove everyone's free will. And that is what Enominat is. It's Enominat the suppressor. Is this, this god's power to basically dominate the will of every human being on the planet. Therefore, there is no more evil. There's no love, there's no good, there's no free will, but there's no more evil. And that's all that Artorius cares about, is eliminating evil. So, for our party who is basically a collection of demons and velvet and a pirate um, and a reformed exorcist, they don't really like the idea of, you know, nobody having free will. They want to be all out and do all their crazy shit. So now there's almost a noble reason for what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Velvet keeps saying that she doesn't care about the bigger deal. She just wants to kill the person who killed her brother. So she sticks to her guns. They find him just in time for him to summon Enominat in person, and of course Enominat is Velvet's brother reincarnated. And she has the appropriate reaction. She has a psychotic break and loses her goddamn mind. She, like, first of all runs up and embraces him, realizes what's going on, stabs him in the stomach like three or four times, then grabs the other little kid in the party and forces him to heal Enominat because she just doesn't know what's going on. And it takes like an hour or two of gameplay time for her to pull herself together. She just loses it. She she goes on these rants about killing everything and then she'll start crying about how everything she's done for the last three years has been for nothing. And then she'll snap and start screaming that she's going to kill everybody again. I mean, it was actually for someone who just found out that you've done all this great evil to avenge somebody, to find out not only that that somebody isn't dead, but that somebody is now working against you, it was a reasonable reaction. She freaked the fuck out. Mm -hmm. And that's cool that they let it play out. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was... And eventually she gets pulled back from the brink by um, Fee, the little kid in your party, basically saying that, that... he needs her around, that, that he, that is, she is now kind of his mother figure, that he needs her there, he needs her back, and she realizes, okay, you know what, I still want to kill God, because I don't like what he's doing, I don't care that he's my brother. So, she sticks to her guns, pulls it back together, sticks to her guns, and they do. I mean, in the end, there's this great big fight with, with your party and Artorius and Annie Nominat, 
You, you beat him once. There's a cutscene. They merge into this boss that might as well have been Sephiroth from the end of Seven, like mm-hmm. the one-winged angel thing. Um, he had two wings with this big sword, and he's floating around and real regal-looking, and you finally beat him. And <laughs> in the cutscene where you beat him, you, Velvet realizes that he needs to pull her brother slash Enominat out of Artorius. So she bites him in the neck <laughs> and tears him out. So he, the kid goes flying. Artorius falls. His sword goes flying up in the air. She jumps up, grabs the sword, and just drives it through his chest. And they have a very tender conversation that's right out of like Assassin's Creed, where after you kill somebody, you talk to him for a while. Exactly. So they have almost a tender moment. Um, and then Artorius says something interesting. He says, I wish you would have died that night. Because this all began during the, the, the first demon outbreak when Artorius's uh, pregnant sister died, or pregnant wife died, mm-hmm. and his wife was Velvet's sister. Mm-hmm. And her dying is what basically set Artorius out on this mission to eliminate all evil by eliminating all everything. Side note, the sister comes back as reincarnated, and the sister's unborn child is reincarnated as the kid in your party. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's all like this incestual thing going on there, which is pretty weird. Um, weird. But it, pretty it, weird. Yeah, it, it does. And this is where we start getting a little weird. Like, they didn't know where to go with this. Because, um, all right, now now Artorias is dead, but you still have Enominat, who is this child god, who is losing control of himself and needs to devour something, and you have Velvet, who is capable of supplying what he needs, but also wants to devour his power. So the two of them, like, lock in this really weird embrace for brother and sister, and then they turn into this cycle where they're constantly feeding off one another. They start to glow, and they go away, and that's it. So it's like, they, they just didn't know where to go with the end of it. No, I, I think I think I get it. Like the the kid is on one end of the spectrum; she's on the other end. It's of the just spectrum. that yin and yang thing between yes, the two of them. Exactly. And they and, and they they're I mean they're they're both satisfied and they end up suffering for all eternity. And the kid from your story turns into the fifth god or the important god, um, and he kind of hits a reset button and wipes out the demon blight. And it's not gone, but it now gives humanity a chance to start over again, basically. Hmm. So it's got a happy-ish ending. Um, but, I mean, what surprised me most is I unlocked the last level on, like, Saturday. And normally once I get to the last level of something, I'm just going to go and finish it because I've got other stuff to play. I've got Yakuza 0. I've got Arrow that I wanted to play. I mean, uh, I, I, my list hasn't moved. I haven't advanced the queue on my list for, like, a month now because I've been playing long, long games. But I, I didn't. I, I, I looked at my... my my list of, of um, subquests, and I started picking them off just because I wasn't ready to be done with the game. And that doesn't happen to me very often. Usually when I'm near the end, I'm like, okay, fuck it, I'm done, we're moving on. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to finish. I wanted to spend a little more time with, you know, Velvet and her evil group of people. Which, that, I mean, that says a lot. That, that doesn't happen to me. I couldn't wait for 15 to be done. I was rushing to the end of that game, and Berseria, I was actually taking my time. You you said on the blog that there's uh, defensive me- combat mechanics that you don't really need. Yes. At, at the end of the game, did you suddenly need them? No. Oh. No. I mean, I, I ended up... The best defense is literally to run away. 
Because even the final boss, he'll have these giant screen-filling attacks that you could block, or you could see that it's coming and just kind of run out of the way. Huh. Uh, so the, the combat is more complicated than it needs to be, at least on normal. I mean, after you've been on normal, you can play it on harder difficulty levels, and I can't imagine replaying a 50-hour RPG. But, you know, the, the combat's deep enough that if you really wanted to get into it, you could. There's, like, parries and dodges and all sorts of crazy stuff that, you, that, that I, I never needed to use. So it's kind of odd to complain about there being too much to the combat, but there was because, I mean, half the moves I never used and never had to. But that's not unique to this Tales game. The Tales games always have that. The the combat's overkill. I think, now correct me if I'm wrong, but this really does seem to be the most you have enjoyed a video game since the last Forza. I think so. Mm -hmm. And and I, I think it's because... I liked the characters, that they were not stock JRPG boring characters. Well, just wait for the next Tales game. You'll probably get them back. Well, oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind a Berseria 2. There's enough going on there. I mean, four <laughs> of the characters are alive. You could do it again. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed this game from beginning to end. There weren't these moments of terrible frustration anywhere. It, you know, I didn't mind that it took me 50-odd hours to get to the end of it. Um... I know it's probably no Persona 5, which we'll talk to Alex about in a second, but, you know, Tales is, for me, what Final Fantasy used to be. Where you can look forward to each version of it and probably not be disappointed. Because you know what you're going to get and it's going to be good. Yes. I'll, I'll just well, settle for a coherent story that happens around the characters you're playing. Oh, this, <laughs> this is, yeah. This is all about the characters. This This is... I mean, once Velvet kind of kind of recovers from the shock, she totally embraces the Lord of Calamity mantle that's been put on her. And she's like, she walked into a town and said, like, "Deliver this message: the Lord of Calamity is here, and I'm going to eat anyone who's not gone in five minutes." And the town clears out because she wants to use it as the hideout for you know her pirates. <laughs> she doesn't eat anybody, but she scares them all away. Yeah, I think I, think I need to check this one out. I see. I don't want to say I'm overhyping it because I just loved these characters. Well, no, but visually but was, you're not going to be impressed by it. You it's, will it's not. It's the story. It's the story that I find interesting. It's the characters yeah, it's that I good. find interesting. Yeah, like you just we for the last three weeks we've just sat here and listened as you told us the story of Tales of Berseria. Mm-hmm. I like this fucking story. I want to check this out. <laughs> I haven't even gone into Rokuro the samurai. He he he's he's a demon, and he became a demon because he was so jealous of his brother that he basically betrayed him to their clan, said he was spying on them, and he was sent by his clan to kill him. And his brother was so much more powerful that he lost. He got his ass kicked. And he was so angry about this that he became a demon, and his only goal in life is to best his brother. (laughs) And he does it, he fights him over and over throughout the course of the story, to the point where there's another demon you meet who is a... Um, who makes weapons. He forges weapons. And this demon forges himself into a weapon somehow. It happens off screen. But he kills himself, makes himself into this sword that Rokuro uses, and he finally kills his brother at the end. So, I mean, each each character has their own little story path that actually gets resolved by the end of it. The, the pirate character... Um, finally comes to terms and, and, and tells his sister, who he can't go see, that he's a pirate. Because he, he's denied it for years and years and years that he's, you know, a bad guy. Finally confesses, and she's like, well, I don't approve, but at least I know you're alive. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, everyone's got their own little arc. That's actually pretty interesting. Out of ten, what would you give it? See, I... All right. 
the, the, See, the, like, the trick. Do, do, go at it like Chance would go at giving something. Your personal opinion, how you really feel about this game. I really, I mean, I'd say this is a nine. Back, I really enjoyed this game. I really enjoyed this game as a nine. I mean, it, it's it's a generation behind graphically, at least. And and I, I cannot overlook the terribleness of Velvet's outfit. It's awful. It's awful. Okay? Um, there's just no reason for that much underboob. It's not possible. It really I think isn't. you just like saying underboob. I do. Underboob. It is fun. Underboob. Underboob. I mean, underboob mm-hmm. on a person, that's pretty nice. But, yeah. It's up there this, with side no. boob. Also top boob. Uh, I particularly enjoy front boob. <laughs> that's odd. You should well, get that really, looked at. Really, really, any, 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 angle, any angle on boob, I'm, I'm generally in the But if corner. you're just going to get a little of it, if you can't have the whole thing... I mean, I'm, yeah, it's a powerful. Underboob is a powerful, powerful thing. Yes, yes. I would say underboob has the most mystery. That's no, true. If anything, it has the least... I feel like we're going down a dark and dangerous path. I don't want to get into... Well, it's just the questions of gravity now. Well, yeah, but those questions have been answered by the underness. You see that nothing's holding these things up. Well, I mean, the, the, under, the, the underness, you know, makes you understand that there's a certain amount of perkiness there. Because there is no underness if there's floppiness. Okay, the word the word perky has been has been thrown out. We are now stopping the flow <laughs> We're all drunk right now, okay? Yes. Okay, I am, good. I, am, I, I was hosed on whiskey. the only one. Thank you. Okay. So let's let's move on. <laughs> I, I apologize so to our listeners if yeah, I am. Was, I am too. That was yeah. that was okay. That was one step too far. Amy, I, if you hear, if you listen to this, I'm sorry. We are all very sorry. <laughs> we're about our we're very sorry. we're very ashamed <laughs> our of ourselves. Needs. Yes, like yes, we are. Was, yeah. Anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alex. How, Un- how, unlike you the main character of Viseria, you can choose to put the one character that has way too much boob. You can put her in your winter if you get the DLC, free DLC. You can put her in her school clothes, which is hey. much better. Okay, she has this one like oh, outfit yeah. with like a purple like baseball jacket and jeans. It's awesome. Oh yeah, I like that one. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. You can just put her in that instead. Is that DLC free? It is. Oh, I should get on. Might have been pre-order. If not, it's yeah. worth it. It gives you the whole, like every outfit they have just like in the dungeon. Well, I did pre-order. Well, good. And it always comes down to that. Like, I'm always like, I wish I could have had, like, Chie in her winter outfit. Right. Like, I think, yeah, I think that was the one with, like, the bomber jacket and the sweater or something. Well, ah, either way. Yeah. yeah. Love bomber but, jackets. So, uh, you haven't beaten it yet, have you? I have absolutely beaten it. I'm... You beat? Yeah. Okay. 70 hours. Damn good. Damn. The, 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 the gameplay towards the end is really, really, really fucking hard. Really? Like, just... Brutal as fuck. Just mini-boss after mini-boss after mini-boss. Then uh, main bosses with stages after stages. Like, just... It's exhausting. Um, What were your... um, You know, like, your star thing stats? Like, your courage and your kindness? I got... I maxed out... Let's see. What did I do? I did... I maxed out... uh, Two of them. I think it was Guts and Charm. And had four and everything else. And that's all you... That's all you need. I knew it wouldn't be that hard. Yeah, I it, want guts right now because I can't go any further with the doctor. Yeah, but that's a, that's an issue. That's the thing. Like, um, you know how like you get to the new game plus, and now you figure out, okay, what am I going to do now that I don't have to spend any time studying or eating giant burgers? What am I going to do mm-hmm. now? And it's just like, how do I max out everything at the same time? Because mm-hmm. one of the neat things is if you all your maxed out relationships have, you get to keep one of the bonuses. From each of their trees. Do you get to pick? No. 
Okay. That's that's the, the shitty thing. There's this one dude, uh, your kind of, your groupie character. You get to keep all his XP bonuses, but that's <laughs> it. For everyone else, it's just like one thing. Hmm. You have a groupie? Yeah, I have a groupie. He runs her fan site. Yeah. It's called the fan site, PH, because of the Phantom Thieves. It's adorable. Oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> He's the fanboy for the PH. <laughs> I like it. It's it's you know it's it's weird how they like it crosses over into English so well. <laughs> it's it's the one decent alliteration they have. I uh, yeah, I told you guys this in an email, but I I had probably two sessions where I was making really good progress in the dungeons, and uh, and then I would I would get killed in what I considered to be a very cheap death. Like there was one where I jumped down from a from a higher platform and there was no way I could see what was below me and I immediately struck an enemy and was ambushed by the enemy. That enemy hit the main character four times in a row before I could do anything yep. and that's it. Game over. You're back to the last save and the last save was like literally an hour ago. See that disturbs me greatly. Are there that not is like fucked up? Are there not quick saves? Can you not quick save anywhere Here, in a dungeon? Here's the thing you should have made some smoke bombs. Does that just like let you escape? Yep. But if I can't use a smoke bomb until I act. Yeah, it's like whenever they hit you, you're going to get fucked up. You're going to at least lose half your health no matter what the level, no matter. So the smoke bomb would not have saved me in this scenario. No, it's going to it's gonna here. fuck you over like that. Just so wait, get caught. Time out. Are there not quick saves like in the dungeon? Can, can no, you not quick save there, anywhere? There are safe There's floors. safe rooms. Yeah. Oh, come. No, no. Because if you know that's coming, you can quick save before you jump down the ladder. And if you get killed, then you know what's happening. It's yeah. how it keeps you from, like, it's really simple Cheesing. stealth, like stupid stealth, but you mm. need to pay attention to it constantly. Yeah. You, right. need, you need to be using it. And using it does feel really good, like hopping between stealth points and then getting an ambush. It's just X, 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 and it looks so stylish on screen. Yeah. And zip, 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 bam, and you rip a guy's mask off. And you become Oop. friends with this uh, uh, goat, or there's some, uh, I don't know what it is. It's kind of like... Uh, it sounded like you said goat. I wanted to say Go, but it's not oh. Go. She's like a not a chess master. She it's it's some Japanese game. I'm not sure of. It's like uh, uh, I don't it could know be Go. Called. Anyway, you get halfway through her tree, and it, you get the bonus oh. that if you win during an ambush before the enemy takes a turn, you get double money. Huh. It's it feels so good to get double money because it gives you this huge like flashy bonus, and it just is it <laughs> is it the one with the tiles? Yes. Oh, God, I can't remember the name. Right? What is it? It's got fire and Shoji. Water. Shoji. That's it. Yeah. I keep thinking of the jet, the Chinese version. That's not what that is. can't remember the name of that. Yeah, but I was... Uh, like, And I think that was the case in uh, in Persona 3 and 4, where if you died, like if the MC dies in the dungeon, that's it, you're going back to the last save. Yep. But I guess in the past 10 years, I just forgot that. Yeah, <laughs> that it no. did that shit to you. And there's a lot of, um, around level 50 and 60, uh, you start getting the ability called, like, Enduring Soul, that if you die, you immediately come back with one HP. Hmm. And you can move, I ended up just making half my personas have that, so, like, I had, like, five revives in one fight across four different, uh, uh, four different personas, and that really saved my ass. That's pretty clever. Yeah. Yeah, I was proud of myself. There was, uh, <laughs> there was a, there was one persona you could make in four where you had an ability that both made your next move hit for, like, quadruple, and then you used a, an ability called Armageddon that used all your magic, 
but also on this persona you have an ability where if you kill an enemy while using an ability, it refills all your magic. So I you could walk into every that fight. Been, that must one be hit golden. The, yeah, one hit the entire... Uh, no, I played it on the PS2 version. Huh. This was on the PS2 version. So you what walk into a fight, was that you late? one-shot everything, you get your mana refilled, you walk into the next fight, one-shot everything. But, um, it was towards the end. I'm pretty sure it started with Lucifer, getting the persona hmm. Lucifer. But I don't, I don't really remember. Or like Satan or something like that. Like you had to have a badass high-end persona. And then like fuse it with like three different personas to get all these skills on the same persona. And you know what? It broke the game. It's a good game. Uh, The ending isn't... There's... How do I put this? Remember how like the last act of Persona 4 was the best part of the game? Okay, now... So my question now is, did you actually get the true ending? Are you sure? Yes, I did. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. I got a gold trophy. Oh, okay. All right. Continue. I mean, it took forever. There was no way in hell that wasn't the real ending. Okay. But, um... I can tell because I had an anime cutscene where I killed the final boss. <laughs> There's okay. no way they're roughing that. And it was pretty good. It was pretty good. No, anime. they they had that at the end of 3. They had a cutscene uh, for a false ending at the end of 3. But this was like... It, it, it's such an obvious anime finale. You know what I mean? Mm, okay. Fair enough. You're like, you're overlooking the city, there's clouds everywhere and shit. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it too much. Okay, sorry. But it's just, it was impossible to go bigger than that. You know what I mean? Okay, okay, fair enough. But, um, it, it's not as good, there's there's not as many stakes involved with the final act. Because hmm. you're not like, oh, fuck, I've got to save Nanako. But it's not, it's not like a save the world kind of thing? It's kind of a save the world kind of thing. It's, it's confusing what's happening. Okay. The don't ultimate me, villain me. doesn't really make any sense. Oh, man, really the ultimate villain in, in 4 made no sense. And none it's at like all. This makes almost less for some that. reason. There's a couple of fake-outs. Uh, there is one decent um, traitor side, hmm. side story. That's that's a neat twist. They, they, uh, they hide it really well. Hmm. I, I can't spoil it, but they go through a lot of effort to make it a red herring, and it's not. I'm going to say it's the cat. Very close. I'm going to say it's Ryuji. I, 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 I mean, I'm going to say nothing. But anyway, it's a <laughs> it is Ryuji! <laughs> it's, a, it's a great betrayal. They uh, put a lot of effort into it. Um, but I don't know. I like the cast of four better. I'm not yeah. crazy about Anne. I'm not crazy about Art Spock. That's what I call him. I forget his name. Oh, his name's Art Yusuke. Spock. His name's Yusuke again. <laughs> Yeah, I find that weird that they. It's well, I think one one is like Yosuke, the other is Yusuke. This one's with a U. It's yeah, uh, it's like you know, it's like uh, Teresa or Teresa. It's the same name. Anyway. The, the last <laughs> character in your party is just she's boring. She's boring as hell. Hmm. I, I about, got halfway through her social link. I was like, God, your your voice is irritating. <laughs> what about the girl with glasses? Is she the last one? No, she's second to last. She's rad. Yeah, she seems that way. You're like watching movies with her. And, like, the one thing I don't like about her is she's kind of uh, a wish... For, like, I don't... She's not a real person. She's oh, she's like, like, she's like the geek girl that... Yeah, and she's a little too childish in ways it's almost... I don't want to say fetishy, but... Gross. It, but it's gross. Creepy. Gross. It's creepy. She's, she's showing a lot of skin for an agoraphobe, is what I'm saying. Hmm. It doesn't really track, but she's a decent enough character with enough decent laugh lines that she ends up coming around. The voice actor in English is fantastic for her. 
I found I found the writing to be pretty funny, but yeah, none of the characters kind of grabbed me the way. Um, uh, who's your best buddy in the floor? Yusuke. Okay, yeah, but, but the way Yusuke and Chie did. Because um, yeah, there's, there's no Chie equivalent, and that's a Chie was a spectacular character. She yeah. was so funny and flawed. She was deeply flawed because of her temper. And and that's how you meet her, is in this really kind of unguarded moment of her showing the worst of herself and just kicking this guy in the balls over a, over a DVD. And it was, it was she was a great character. Uh, Yusuke felt such like a little lost, pathetic puppy. Like, you felt kind of bad for that guy. You really, you, I don't know, I guess you saw yourself in those people. Yeah, you, you did. C- you could see yourself in these people. And these people in P5, maybe not so much uh, Ryuji, because he's just an idiot. I, but, I co- you come around on him. He be- he gets more lovable, trust me. But Anne, so far, is... Yeah, she's, she's, she's grating. Yeah, like, she's, she's just, there's nothing particularly wrong with her. She's a great friend. She cares a lot. She's intelligent. She's gorgeous. Like she's literally a professional model at sixteen. Like how wants uh, to hang out with you all the time. Ugh. See, I, the, the thing is, you had the <laughs> uh, you had the kind of the the same archetype in four, right? Yeah, with um. Uh, but again, she had two sides to her. She had this girl working in the noodle shop, right? It was oh, a yeah, yeah, shop, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, so she, again, at least had a little bit of depth to her. And she had, um, like, a working-class background. Yes, and I'm hoping that all these characters will... will I will discover that much depth in them. Eventually you do. Um, the class president, uh, Mikado, I, I still... Yes, it's, I think it's, it's either Mikado or Makoto. She's fucking great. Hmm. Like, she is basically my older sister. Like, type A, but still, like, there's enough depth to her, so she's not boring. I'm I'm sorry, but based on everything I've seen so far, I'm going to be dating your older sister. I I understand. (laughs) She's pretty much the best character in the game, besides the Doctor and the uh, journalist. Uh, Are we going to have to apologize again here in a couple minutes? Are we we heading down that road again? (laughs) Uh, Waifus. Waifus and husbandos. Okay, so so then having beaten it, I'm gonna I'm gonna say out of ten, Alex. Oh man, nine definitely. Like the game game is, that all? is better than four. I I take off points because it establishes a uh, level of quality in the first four dungeons. It doesn't meet for the really? last four. Really? Like it it it. You only realize how much it ran out of money when you start playing the first couple again. Oh. And you realize just kind of how threadbare the last two or three dungeons were. Good dungeons, but just like there's there's no more cutscenes anymore. Everything's a little more ham-fisted. The puzzles are interesting, but not as involved. And I'm kind of disappointed that the combat is so similar to 4. Yeah, that, um, is, that is also I, a problem. When the rest of the game, the world, feels so generous in comparison. Like, so much Tokyo detail. Tokyo is amazing. So many little things, like even just at uh, um, what, what's the name of the bar you you live above? Um, Le Blanc, no, the or something Le Blanc like that. Cafe. Yeah, like uh, just 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 your room in the cafe. There's so much little stuff in there. As you walk into the cafe, there's so much little stuff in there. It's so down to earth and badass. Yes, yes. Like it feels there's something really weirdly gritty about it for being such a like ridiculously beautiful game. It's- the, from Impossible. the color scheme of the cafe, you can just smell the coffee. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it, it's like a, it's an old, it's like an '80s diner with like 
padded. So, like, it looks like a pancake house from the Midwest, kind of. What'd you do, jump ship? <laughs> What's with the life preserver? <laughs> Chamberlain gets it. Back to the Future reference. Back to the Future, I got oh, it. Yeah, yep. no, I've yep. never... I, I think I've, I've seen half of all of them on TV. You never saw the original Back to the Future? I've seen the original Back to the Future. I've, I've okay. seen like half of the other two. You don't have to watch the other two. The third one's really good. The third uh, one's really good. Frankly, I enjoyed the hoverboard more than the train. Oh. The, okay, yeah, the one where they throw like nitro wood into a... That's the yeah, thing that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I'm not saying that wasn't cool. I'm just saying that the first one was definitely the best of those movies. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I will not debate that one. No, 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 no. Doc, are you telling me I have Parkinson's? <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been sitting on that for years. Even though it didn't have Elizabeth Shue in it. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, she stole my heart when she uh, went on an adventure in babysitting. I'm very old. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, so okay, so you're you're keeping up with Persona now? You're like you're going back into New Game Plus? Or is oh yeah, no, it's you? great. Um, hard difficulty is fucking hard. Normal difficulty is giving me problems. I'm dying so much that I'm walking away and playing Galaxy. The last couple bosses are a lot fairer than the last couple bosses in four. Hmm. But still, hard as balls. Like the last dungeon is literally you hit a floor, hard ass mini boss. Another floor, hard ass mini boss. Another floor, hard ass mini boss. Final battle. And if somehow I managed to make it through all of them without dying. Hmm. By the skin of my teeth, and it was just—I hadn't felt that way since, like, the hardest part of Darkest Dungeon. Like, it was really, really good combat. You're hitting like, like level after level after level because they're just throwing XP at you at that point, and you're just hooked. The last couple hmm. dungeons are fantastic. So, at this point, I'm going to suggest that the proper way to pronounce the game, the other game Chamberlain's been playing, <laughs> is Arrow. <laughs> I'm just going to say Arrow. Air Arrow. Arrow. Yeah, because he was like, what, what, what did the... Because I tweeted, okay, for the listeners, I started playing a new game. I picked up, I actually picked it up like last week. Um, A-A-E-R-O. Yes. Or you can take a page from Horizon and call it A-Row. A-Row. And I, I had no idea how to pronounce it. So I, I actually tweeted at the developers, Madfellows. And and my, my question is, so how exactly is Arrow pronounced? And they came back, I say Arrow, but I'm open to suggestions. I'm like, What? It's your game. Tell me what it, how to say it. So that was odd. Um, Arrow is a music game that is equal parts res and sewer shark and a little bit of um, thumper. Um, it's just uh, it's a is there any is there any game. rhythm in it? So it is a music game. It's a music. It's a music game in that there as you're going down this like tube or tunnel, you have this ribbon that you have to follow around as the music changes. And the ribbon will move with the music. It's all dubstep stuff, so you have to kind of enjoy that kind of music. Otherwise, this is going to grate on you real fast. Um, but as the music changes, as the lyric changes, the, the, the ribbon will move. And you have to use your analog stick to follow the ribbon around it. It's not very complicated. It's not as deep as Thumper is. I mean, I, I made that comparison half just to, you know, get a rise out of you because it's fun to make you mad rise um, he did yep he did he, he he put me down with some very polite Canadian some choice know. Canadian burns yes um, but at the same time you're doing that you also have a targeting rectangle on your right analog stick where you're highlighting guys and shooting them like out of Rez or Panzer Dragoon mm-hmm. or something like that so it's a rail shooter and a music game at the same time um, 
and it's 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 fun. It's kind of zen. You sit down and play it. I haven't finished it yet. It's it's it actually got surprisingly difficult. Um, I my my only complaint is I I bought it on Xbox One because I was wasn't thinking. Um, I don't know if it runs in 4K or not because there's no reason it shouldn't. I should have probably bought it on the Pro. Um, I'm but, not sure that's on the Pro. Uh, it's on both. I think it's on both. Oh, okay. I know it's it's on PC too, but it's it's a good. I mean, it's it's literally a two man development team. Oh, it is. Yeah. So what I really want to do, my next tweet, Adam, is going to be, did you steal these sounds from Rez? Because it's got some few sounds that are directly from Rez. Hmm. And I want to know if they did it on purpose, if they actually had some part in that game. Because Rez is, is in my pantheon of games. You know, I've bought Rez like four times. I bought it again on the PS4. Um, so the, the fact that this season has a little bit to do with that, I'm on board. I'll I finish it. Dark Souls 2 maybe three times. Yeah. Yep. But the third time I got a discount. It was kickstarted. This one was? It was kickstarted for 2,000 euros. Okay. Well, it's a two-guy team. I mean, it it just came out on Xbox One and PC, I think, last week. And it was for all of, like, 11.99 American on sale, so... You gotta like music games, you gotta like dubstep, you gotta like, just, I mean, it's just gameplay, it's pure gameplay, there's no story, there's no narrative, it's just, you know, you're this ship and you're doing this because this is what you're supposed to do, and here's your score. That's all it is. But it's fun, and it's a, sometimes it's nice to have a chewing gum game after spending 50 hours with, you know, a JRPG. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna have to throw down for, uh, I know this seems like a total non-secular for full, uh, Full Throttle Remastered. Just to have something like Little and Light on Vita. I do miss just like having some tea and kicking back with Night in the Woods. Yeah, it's, it's very mellow. Yeah, so I'm going to go relaxing. feed those rats. It's like going to read a book. Like yeah. Woods. yeah. Like a really just like good sitting book. down for the next episode of that TV series you really like. Ooh, there's a new Brooklyn Nine-Nine I still have to watch. Yeah. I'm watching Outcast. That's good. Um, you didn't like Outcast? I never heard of it. Oh, it's um the... Um, I think I talked about this a couple like last season. I think I have heard, about, it, but uh, then I forgot. Uh, <laughs> possession in the in Virginia. Oh, that one. Yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. I remember that now. Yep. Now it's becoming more uh, serially like Satan's like arrived on Earth and he's getting kind of like fo- he's folksy, but like really fire and brimstoney, and it's just it's becoming less normal. Like half mm. the people in the town are possessed. It's become mm. kind of like invasion of the body snatchers, and I, I'm I'm liking it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Too much. So, too much. Chance, we're like 45 minutes in. I know. And you haven't said anything about Overwatch yet. I'm concerned. Well, I'm I've, honestly I've, concerned. I've, no, I've got, I've got notes here. Uh, <laughs> I, did my, I, did my, I did my placements. I did oh, my I'm placements for Overwatch. I'm loving that Mad Science uh, Junkrat. Yeah. <laughs> that Tesla coil riptire. Okay. That's awesome. Here's the thing. Was, was, the, was the Seventh Sun clip show bad? Are my clip shows just bad? And I've never brought this up before because I don't think I really want to know the answer. I really don't think I do, but I thought the Believer Clip Show was fucking incredible. And I didn't get a single comment on the blog for it. I felt so bad about it, and I know I shouldn't care. I know I shouldn't care. I should just do this because I love it. If you and... cared about when they commented positively for this, you'd care the next time when they call you a horse fucker. Well, That's no, true. One's, no one's called me a horse fucker yet. But, I don't know, okay, I thought, I thought well, at least it was a good song. <laughs> yeah, no, no, your playlists are fucking boss. The, the the plays of the game in uh, in at least this last one were not not very good. 
place of the game at all. And I'm doubly burned by it because I had some amazing ones that I lost. Shortly after doing the Believer Clip show, I had far and away the best play of the game I've ever had, where I just tossed a pulse bomb into a Zarya ult and wiped like the entire enemy team. And I lost the recording, because after that I stopped playing Overwatch, and I'm like, well, I'm never going to use these files again, so I just deleted all my recordings. Oh. Yeah. But, uh, anyway. Uh, I finished my placements, went 8-2, and two, which is freaking remarkable, uh, but I got placed basically the same place I always am. I'm in, I'm in like, mid-gold towards Platinum. And I'm 100% that I can break Platinum if I wanted to, if I wanted to put in the time this season. I just don't think I have the time to do it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm back into it. I'm really enjoying it. I'm having these baller fucking moments. Like, there, there's a lot of them in that clip show where, uh, like, I, I toss my ult at a Hanzo the same moment his Lucio pops his ult. The Lucio's ult completely absorbs my bomb. The Hanzo uses his ult, but I'm already behind the Hanzo. And his tracer is chasing me, but I've already bruised up the, uh, bruised up the Hanzo. Now I blink past the Hanzo. The tracer has completely lost me. I've killed the Hanzo. I'm on the point. I've killed the tracer. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of moments of just feeling like you can't stop me. I am too fucking good at this. I am, I am the, and originally I wanted to take that song, and Alex is going to agree with me when I say that this was a brilliant idea. That was going to be a song for uh, a, a clip show of Aloy kicking dinosaurs' ass in Horizon. Hmm. Yes. Because she is the chosen one. <laughs> like, she really is. She was born, uh, she's, she's a child of fate. And the song would just work so well with Aloy kicking ass. But I just really wanted to use it, and I didn't feel like... Uh, I don't know. Whenever something something cool will happen in Overwatch, and I will be inspired to make a clip show of it, I ended up putting together the um, uh, the Kiss is Sweeter Than Wine clip show uh, just literally like in an hour while I was waiting for my brother to come online. <laughs> because it all just fit together so well, and each one of these, like, you know... Um, uh, like she 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 comes in and she melees me and this mercy kills me on tracer and then she teabags me and just light, <laughs> lighting that up with oh whoops lord I was a father of twins <laughs> like it, just, it worked out really really well so and, question on your clip shows why the move to Vimeo songs uh, higher quality ah okay just just higher quality uh, the believer clip show wouldn't. Um, uh, they, they wouldn't let me put it on YouTube because it's a brand new song from Imagine Dragons. Oh, okay. And, yeah, and like it just immediately got hit with a copyright thing. It's not not only can I like not post it and have them make money off it, I can't even post it. Hmm. Uh, so okay. then I I put it on Vimeo and then I looked at the Vimeo just like the streaming quality. It is slightly better than whatever kind of compression that YouTube uses. Hmm. So I'll put I'll put the main one on Vimeo. I'll put a second one on YouTube if there's people who actually give a shit about my YouTube videos. I know there aren't, but <laughs> I uh, I did get a comment. I did get a comment on a YouTube video. It was it was for a clip show called Gel. Gel starts out with me um, me and Farah kind of going at it on Ilios. And Farah has a huge advantage over me on Ilio. She can just jet up in the sky and my pistols will do nothing to her. But I catch her when she's down on the point. And I hit her so hard that she's almost dead by the time she gets away. And so she's raining rockets on me and I'm down to, I don't know, about half health. But she knows I'm coming for her. And I come around, I, I kind of come around a corner. And she doesn't hit me with the rocket, but the rocket hits close enough to me to reduce me to one health. Oh, jeez. And I nail her. <laughs> and and then that's the beginning of the clip show. And the comment is, 
any tracer who deals with Farah is okay in my book. <laughs> and I saw that pop up and I was like, holy fucking... I don't know how someone found that video. I don't know why that person watched it. I am very, very grateful for that positive feedback. Day made. Yes. Done. I I put, uh, I put Seventh Born Son on um, Penny Arcade forums. I got a heart from it. I'll take oh. it. I'll take it. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, like every now and then, Junkrat will just work. <laughs> like I've gotten weird. I've gotten weird plays with the games lately. I got a lot with Symmetra, um, and it was it was a beautiful one. Like our Sombra had just ulted, and I was underneath the point in Anubis B. And as the Sombra ults, I'm charging up my alt fire on Symmetra, which is a slow moving orb that does 100 damage. And as soon as the orb is charged, I come out of the cover I'm hiding behind. I put that orb right into Azaria and switch to melting her. Then I turn, I think it's to a Tracer who now can't blink because she's been hit by Song of Result. So I melt her, and then right behind her is an Anna. So I start killing the Anna, and the Anna is shooting at me, and I'm about to die, but I throw up my shield, and I just keep melting that Anna. And I turn around, and I go, Chris, I think I just got to play the game. <laughs> lo and behold, it was. And that Junkrat one, they were kicking the shit out of us on that map. Um, they were, and they were beautifully, beautifully kind of, uh, or orchestral in, in their attacks. Like they were doing alt combos perfectly. And, uh, so as I'm playing, I'm, I'm switching to John Crad and we're, I'm talking to my brother about how just incredible this enemy team is. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm throwing grenades down here cause I want to make this lane impassable for the tracer. Oh, I killed the tracer. I might as well pull up my, my riptire. So I pull up the riptire. And as I do it, I say to my brother, this game has just been full of play of the game moments. Boom! I go, <laughs> just like that. I did not think I was going to get it. I thought the enemy team had us like three times over for play of the game. But, but yeah, like I've got that thing. That's my second junk rap play of the game. And that junk rap play of the game is better than like all of my tracer plays of the game. It drives me crazy. So fucking easy on every other character. Gotta gotta switch mains. Gotta no, switch mains. No, because he's less fun. Okay. He's effective. He's less fun. Pick a high tier. Y yes. So you wanna uh, pick well, you want to have fun. This is not fun. Pick a high. <laughs> pick a top tier. Come on. Tracer's top tier. She's a super reliable DPS. In fact, there was a conversation on the NeoGAF forums today about um, how hard it is to deal with pharmacy, which, which is uh, Farah supported by Mercy, who's always flying around with her healing or buffing. Pharmacy, that's really good. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 Genji or uh, Farah or Mercy and Genji is a Mergenji. A Mergenji. Hmm. Yeah, I get it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, uh, I going with that. I don't Let's know, but more. those puns hurt. Sorry, oh man, it's it's fandom. It's what happens. I know. I know. Okay, so uh, headlines time. Headlines. <laughs> headlines. The Maybug has been patched on all platforms. Uh, Blizzard announced today that their investigation into the Support SR bug revealed that the bug does not actually exist, and all evidence to the contrary is anecdotal, despite them saying earlier that they patched a fix for it twice. So, <laughs> who knows what the fuck is actually going on? Nothing to see here. Move along. That's what they're saying. <laughs> uh, the recent tiebreaker changes to two CP maps will be changed again. Uh, right now, uh, let's say you go round one, uh, you take both capture points, they go round two, they take both capture points. In the third round, let's say you go first, you guys just sit on that point and don't let them wipe you. In that case, they can never take even a single percentage of the point. Then on attack, all you do is you just send a tracer around the back. Tracer lands on the point for a tenth of a second, you win. Hmm. 
which is kind of bullshit. Yeah. Um, so right now, or what the changes they're going to make to it again, a team will have to claim 33% of the point in order to secure the win and break a tie. Uh, Overwatch's Genji is coming to Hero of the Storm with most of his toolkit intact, along with a new payload map based on Hanamura, which is notably not a payload map in Overwatch. <laughs> Lucio has a new voice line when he is under the effect of Anna's ult. He says, Boostio! And it is literally a direct reflection of what the fan community kind of said. Because ever since Anna came on the scene, uh, you'll have a Lucio hopping around with your tanks, and she will accidentally hit the Lucio. And ever since then, it has been called Boostio. Whenever Lucio gets hit by Anna's Nana Boost. Uh, <laughs> that's really... That's, 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 that's funny as hell. Blizzard's it, paying attention. They're paying attention yes, to the community, which is... Something I don't know um, human about it. Endearing. I love Lucio Endearing. so goddamn much. Well, you should try Nucio. Nucio is very Nucio. different from old Cio. <laughs> Nucio is best. <laughs> uh, speaking of Blizzard, uh, the original StarCraft and its Brood War expansion are now both free on PC and Mac. This is probably just going to last until the next StarCraft Three expansion happens. Did you ever play StarCraft? Oh, the original, yeah. Yeah, yeah the I tried that game. I played that, played Warcraft. I was Wings laughably was bad. Great. And then you waited four years for a half as long expansion, and it was just, ugh. Yeah. I, I, they wanted I, 60 bucks for something that was half as long as Wings of Liberty, and I was pissed. Yeah, but you paid it. I did. Yeah. <laughs> and it was good. But so really, who's the fool here, Alex? Oh, I, I mean, that, that's why I haven't logged into Battle.net in mm, three and a half years. Battle.net well, doesn't exist anymore, does it? Yeah, yeah no, it's Blizzard. Was, I thought it was yeah, weird it wasn't just Kong. Blizzard.net in the first place. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because I remember them announcing Battle.net, and it has become so synonymous with them. Um, it's kind of, I find it kind of weird. Hmm. Maybe they figure Battle has negative connotations. Not that Blizzard doesn't. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, awesome rhythm violence game Thumper will launch on the Switch in May, and uh, eh. despite not having played Arrow, chance assures you it's better than Arrow. So one quick thing about that, I, I didn't like Thumper, but I will admit that the sound in Thumper was good. What? How is that going to work on a Switch in portable mode with these tiny little speakers? Um, headphones? Yeah, me okay, but does it have a headphone jack? I have always it does. It, it does have a, a the, uh, three whatever millimeter headphone jack. So. Yeah. That's uh, Nintendo's NES Mini has officially ended production after months of inability to meet consumer demand on store shelves. Have you ever seen one? No, I never looked for I've, one. Well, I've, ever, I've never seen one. Ever. Um, now, the same day that it was announced that they were stopping production, it was one of the, I think it was like an ex-Kotaku guy that I follow on Twitter uh, said, this is, this is just so that they can release a better one this Christmas. Just wait. And then literally two days later, sources close to the company told Eurogamer that an SNES Mini is on its way for a holiday 2017 launch. Let's hope they, uh, like, assuming the low stock numbers weren't a strategy, let's hoping they actually produce enough. Apparently it's already in production. Hmm. Uh, Bandai Namco has announced Code Vein. It's a new action RPG using the Unreal Engine 4 that sounds like it's kind of headed in a Dark Souls direction. Uh, you can find screenshots right now if you go to All Games Delta. Yeah. Um, they've got a they've got a post called First Scan of First Scans of Code Vein, Bandai Namco's new action RPG. Pardon me. Yeah. Gross. And what it looks like is it okay, that's a better way to put it. It looks like God Eater had a kid with Dark Soul Darksiders. 
That's really what it looks like. There's a lot of, I don't know, buckles and cartoony. Yeah, I'm, I'm never going to complain about new IP, but I'm not exactly sold. Yeah, I mean, either. Just like, look on it. show me some gameplay that actually yeah. looks like good action. Because this is made by the God Eater team, I believe. And um, I've, I actually have the God Eaters for my Vita, but I haven't played them yet. So maybe these guys are really, really good at action, and I just don't know it. But when I think of a, um, uh, a Monster Hunter style game, I do not think of really tight combat mechanics. No, no. Yeah. I think of giant bosses well, that you have to learn very well. Except for Horizon. Horizon is not a Monster Hunter style game. Wasn't it? I thought this was their attempt at that. Not even close. No, this is just an action RPG. Okay, so Monster Hunter is different somehow. It's totally different. How so? Uh, Shitty graphics, shitty controls, uh, completely Japanese. Um, You have a very, very limited move set, but you have a wide variety of weapons. Uh, The bosses are colossal. You really have to learn their mechanics, and they take a long, long time to kill. A lot of co-op in Monster Hunter, too. Yes, and once you kill them... Uh, you get like random loot, and you use that random loot to craft better weapons and better armor. Wasn't that like Japan's Call of Duty for a while? Yes, it still it is. Still is. It's, it's oh, wow. apparently why the why the DS uh, killed the PSP it was because the PSP never got a Monster Hunter. Oh no! Yeah, and Monster Hunter was huge. Uh, Bandai Namco have also filed a trademark for a title called Pac-Man Maker, which <laughs> everyone's just dying for in 1975. Uh, yeah, I... yeah. Mario Maker was good. Let's do this. Because Pac-Man mm-hmm. is surely as, as important to the modern world as Mario yeah. is. Uh, <laughs> Kickstarter's, Kickstarter Tales-like game Shyness launched on PS4 and PC this week, and it is sitting, sitting at 73 on Metacritic with 11 reviews. The devs are also being hammered by their Kickstarter backers for failing to deliver the physical PS4 versions they promised. And... They said they've been saying for years that you will be able to pick any platform you want at launch, but now they're saying that they don't have enough keys for the PS4 version to give to everyone who wants one, so only some people will get some. And man, their Kickstarter backers are pissed so, off. Wait, why? So, okay, you can just make more keys. What say, is the scarcity with? N- I believe they don't have I enough be- of an inanimate object. What? I believe it's got something to do with Sony. It, it's, oh, yeah, like I, Sony can. Maybe, like, only do so much, or maybe they have to pay Sony for every key, basically. That makes more sense to me, that they would have to pay Sony the equivalent of every key. I just Still, I just looked up Berseria on Metacritic. It's sitting at 79, which is only six better than Shyness. Yeah. Maybe Shyness is amazing. It has a good story. I know why Berseria is that low, too, because... Graphics? V- yeah. V- visually, it's not... I mean... It's not interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Street Fighter V is going to get a new Thailand stage and school costume DLC for Ryu, Chun-Li, and Jury. Yep, but where's our character for this month? Uh, it's it's, it's, uh-huh. it's Chun-Li in a schoolgirl's outfit. No. <laughs> I bought the season pass foolishly. And we haven't had a new character since that ice girl whose name I've forgotten because she's not very interesting, so... Ah. Oh yeah, the uh, the the Ryu DLC. He kind of looks like a bancho, which is like a Japanese for school thug, basically. Yeah. 
Um, and apparently it was designed by a kid who, by a guy who was a banjo in high school. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's kind of cool. That is a little cool. Uh, Bayonetta's Steam release sold over a hundred thousand units in its first week. Hey. Did you see the Digital Foundry video on Bayonetta, the PC version? No, I just kind of read the headlines. That they it, yeah, it runs about. amazingly, even on like yeah. older hardware. It's just hmm. 60 frames per second at 4K. Just crazy. Better than well, any of the consoles ever could it was. Win. It was 60 frames per second on the 360 when it came out. I mean, it that's was, a much lower resolution. But, yeah, but at like 800 by whatever. This is 4K 60. Real stuff. So. Yeah, it's actually pretty appealing. Mm-hmm. Now, if they just do it with the second game, because, you know, yeah. nobody got to play that. <laughs> well, I, I, no, I think, I think because Nintendo published it, it'll never happen. God. I think that's kind of the deal just there. Put it on my Switch. I can play yeah, it. yeah. That I can that would, play it. That would totally push me towards the Switch. Uh, platformer Shoe will launch on Vita in May. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 was officially revealed this week with a pretty damned awesome trailer. Did you guys mm-hmm. watch that trailer? I did. Alex, did you watch that trailer? The trailer for what? Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. I didn't. I watched oh. the uh, Last Jedi trailer. Eh. Yeah, I really yeah, felt am about eh. that Last Jedi trailer. I was super disappointed. I figured this is going to hype me to the ends of the fucking earth. And, oh no. my god, it's an island from a lot of different angles. Yeah. <laughs> and But, you know, Ray is practicing with a lightsaber. We kind of assumed she would, and she is. That's nice. I'm, I'm digging the old Luke voice. Yeah. It's different, but it's like, yeah, it's still the Luke voice. And I know how he normally sounds. I'm like, So he's, he's, he's working hard. Yeah, he's trying to not just be Mark Hamill. He did not <laughs> be- want to come back. Really? No. It would be hilarious if he, like, throws up the Joker voice at some point. That would be awesome. <laughs> but I'm really hoping that he kind of embraces that in this movie he is Yoda. Like, he will be Rey's Yoda in this. I'm really hoping that... But there's that, that line in the trailer where he says that all Jedi should die. Isn't that a line? Well, no, it's time for the Jedi to end. Yeah, yeah. it's time for the Jedi to end. Yes, yes. Yeah. But, uh, well, maybe, maybe his fanatic shouldn't be in charge of... Uh, <laughs> Ooh, hey... Topical. <laughs> I mean, it's like I, I think it was on Birth Movies Death that I wrote this great article. It's like, hey, yeah, like all the shit in the original trilogy started because Qui Gon Jinn stole a child. <laughs> yeah, but he, yeah, well, no, he didn't see. He said to the mom, "Do you want me to take your kid to Jedi school?" And she's like, "Yes, please." He didn't steal him. But it's just like, why is he? He wasn't there to take a kid, and then he's just walking around doing whatever the hell he wants to do when he's trying to solve like a trade war it's the force guided him to the child oh come on no he no no the kid the kid was incredibly strong with the power of, like i'm not defending the prequels <laughs> it sounds like you're defending the prequels <laughs> i'm defending qui-gon jinn who is a pretty chill uh, jedi master all things considered true like i wish qui-gon could have been my master but to be fair like Rare. <laughs> the Star Wars universe just has a ridiculous amount of people who want to be evil for evil's sake, and there's just no way to fix that. Yeah, I've, I I rewatched um, uh, Force Awakens the other day, actually, and the whole thing with uh, um, with him killing Han, like, really, really, you think this is the best point did of action? Did you know like, he was gonna be there? Even what the like, what the fuck did this guy do to you that you actually think? that you had pain before you started doing this shit. Yeah, it's clearly the more you think about it, the stupider it gets. Yeah, clearly you're just all fucked up because of all the awful shit that this guy had you do. 
And here, here's your dad. He wants you to come home. You know, go home to Princess Leia. Have a good time. You know, I'm sure she's an amazing cook. I'm sure Han has like a mean barbecue sauce going on. Go home. <laughs> be with your parents. I mean, I, I hope they do like a like a our kid joined a cult. There was nothing we could do. Kind of a storyline. Because that happens. Well, be, that is that is the story. That is the story. Of, but like uh, they go deeper into it. They don't just like okay, we've finish that up. I don't have to talk about it again. He's evil now. Let's just, uh, yeah. So, so the, the, the Force Awakens is, is not holding up? Is that what I'm hearing here? Oh, I never said no. it held up. I always oh. said it was a fever dream. It was a <laughs> fun fever dream. Yeah, mm-hmm. I still like it more than Rogue One. Okay. I don't Definitely agree with that. that. I do. I, I totally do. I don't know. It's better. <laughs> I like the Armada scene a lot. Like it has, the, 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 it has the, actual heroes. But I liked how they were all kind of just workaday assassins and nobodies. See, they didn't feel like that to me. Like the um, the the main guy is sort of introduced as a as a kind of bad guy and very gray morally, and the, we immediately know that the girl is is the hero of this entire thing. Um, the two kind of priest guys from the from the Jedi Crystal Planet, whatever the hell that was, mm-hmm. um, they are clearly like legendary warriors in their own right that we've just never seen or heard of in Star Wars until now. Um, and uh, and the droid is hilarious. Like it was it was nice that I guess they weren't these epic these really epic characters of legend, which is what you get in a core Star Wars movie. But at the same time, I go to a Star Wars movie to hear like a, an amazing sci-fi parable, basically, and that's what um, Rogue One did not deliver. I liked how it was it was it was put together like like an old war movie, like a yeah. like a Dam Busters or like Guns. Yeah, Camera. Dirty Dozen or yeah. And I really I, I figured out what they were doing, and I liked like sort of the. War is hell, but this is PG. We can't really make it really hellish, but we can make it thematically. It was a bleak Star Wars movie, and I really grooved on that. The thing is, war sucks. The only really interesting part of the Rogue One story isn't even Jyn Erso's story. It's Galen Erso's story. The story of why there is a weakness in the Death Star. Yeah, that was stupid. This guy's lifelong plan, or life... Like it, it took him 20 years to bring this plan to fruition that would provide an opportunity for that. To me, is an interesting story. Yeah, let's get let's get like a Oscar Schindler esque miniseries for that guy. A little bit. That would a be little bit like this. Rad. Yeah, like this this collaborator who was planning the downfall of the Empire all along. That's an interesting story. That story was more interesting to me than the events of the film. Yeah, no, Jane Erso was a uh, empty empty shell. She really was. And that yeah. was a mistake. Yeah. But I liked how they just, they, like, the entire cast died. But they died for something. Yeah, but no, to me, they died for a contrivance. They did not die for something. They died so well, they could save Well, it had to fit they... with the existing canon. You had to no kill one, them all no because... No one in the existing canon said that everyone died in the mission to get the Death Star plans. Many Brothens. The... No, no, sorry, that's, 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 second... Death that's, that's Death Star 2. That's Death Star 2. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like there, there's nowhere in canon that says all these people have to die. It was just done for the sake of doing it. And to, to tie seen... up all these loose ends so that no one ever says maybe Jyn Erso will appear in blah, blah, blah. No, she won't. She's long dead. Like, that's it. It was just so they could make it be a one-off that was definitively one-off. You will never see another Jyn Erso story. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. 
But that's so, what happens in war. You don't you don't get out with all your squaddies from XCOM. Some yeah, that, that's what happen. I that's what I go to Star Wars for. Yeah. Is is the bleakest wartime shit I can possibly find. <laughs> what did you see? Um, I watched the news for that. Yeah. yeah right. Jesus. <laughs> we know where all our aircraft air carriers are all the time, don't we? Mm. <laughs> that's not a terrifying break of chain of command. Oh so, God. On a, on a completely different topic. Star Wars II. Battlefront 2 yes. <laughs> officially revealed this week with a pretty damned awesome trailer, and it features the much-requested single-player campaign folks missed so much from 2015's Battlefront, mm-hmm. headlined by an Empire Special Forces officer who vows revenge on the Rebellion after witnessing the destruction of the second Death Star. It takes place largely between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, and of course some dipshits out there are really bent out of shape that you're going to be playing as a girl in this game. Um, no, no shit. Like the, my, one of my friend's friends I walked out of Rogue One with, like, my buddy asked him, hey, what'd you think? And he's like, oh, well, now I know I'm going to vote Democrat forever for the rest of my life. Fuck. I'm like, oh, God, I want to punch you so hard. Um, Those people will never stop bitching. Yeah, no. and apparently no. for, for some of them, it's not it's not just the fact that it's a woman. It's also the fact that she is a tan-skinned woman. That's a big problem. This is uh, supposed to be mine. He took it away from me. Yeah. Okay, grow the fuck up. Other people want different things. This is my white man's fantasy. White men don't get enough. I don't have enough sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a finite amount of sympathy in me, and it's reserved only for white pudgy get males. That's why I love Aaron Sheeran so much. <laughs> uh, I love that guy. I love how he just disappears and just comes back. He's like, hey. I had never heard an Ed Sheeran song until I went and found the UK Top 40. And then I heard uh, uh, Shape of You for the first time. And I was like, oh, I can see why this is catchy. It's not very good, though. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I mean, I'm not crazy about Lore, but I get why she has fans. Yeah, like, it's it's kind of Taylor Swifty in that it's it's got kind of like that, um, that, that repeating cadence that is catchy. But, yeah, it's not. I like how he's a guy that doesn't usually become a pop star and is just internally stunned by his life right now. Yeah, like, it's, 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 like, it's, when, it's like when Eminem actually became successful. It's like, you, you listen to it, and you're like, okay, I, I can see why this is popular. And then you see a picture, and you're like, what? Is this <laughs> Are you kidding me? Holy crap. Uh, uh, <laughs> there will be Last Jedi DLC. You'll be able to play as Old Luke. You'll be able to play as Rey, which is actually super appealing. Uh, the game will not have a season pass. <gasps> I know. How will it make any money? I don't know, but <laughs> Electronic Arts is doing another nice thing again. I really like that. Uh, official Star Wars folks have announced that the game's story will be considered canon in the Star Wars universe. Uh, the game will feature old Luke and Rey, I already said. Oh, uh, Tauntauns have been confirmed. <laughs> yes. And it will launch November 17th, 2017. I love how we've gone so far to the season pass thing that a game announced that it doesn't have a season pass is good is news. news. Yeah. 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 Wow. All the way around. Anyway, I didn't even touch the first Battlefront, did you? I bought it for my brother. He loved it. Uh, he put up actually some pretty badass clips of like wiping like twenty guys in a row while playing Princess Leia or something. See, there were, I mean there was zero single player, so I never even bothered to look at it. Oh yeah, I played a demo. Yeah, I, I played a demo. Did not do very well in the demo. I went over and visited my brother. He made me play it. I just got my ass kicked repeatedly. Yeah. I was like, nope, not doing this. So he wants to know if I'm going to pick up this when it comes out. I'm like, uh, um... unless they shut down Overwatch by then, no, <laughs> no. No, they'll, they'll be there'll be some DLC we Overwatch by then. There's got to be DLC for Overwatch eventually. More than just loot crates. No, no, they they've said that all maps and heroes for the game will always be free. 
Really? Loot crates, yep, loot crates are the DLC. That's that's pretty rad. Because mm-hmm. like, you until, don't want to segment the player base. Until you get a main and you really care about this character, and then a seasonal event comes up, and, and you really play, nice skin. and you never get the skin for that character, and you know the only way you're going to get the skin for that character before the event ends tomorrow is to go buy some PSN cards and feed them in. And Sony and Blizzard I, say thank you. Thank I like you. to think Kayla lost a lot of respect for me that day. But I got <laughs> I got Tracer's Union Jack skin. That's the important thing. Hey, buddy, I may... Now that I've figured out that every Persona 5 uh, DLC skin comes with new music. like battle music when you put it on, I might have to get them all. <laughs> That's okay. That, it's awesome. It has, I mean, it's using the old uh, victory jingle, and I love it. I, I love Overwatch enough that I don't feel all that cheated by the amount of money I've spent on it. And I have literally spent at least four or probably even five or six times the price of the game on loot boxes for Overwatch. Wow. I mean, the opening of the loot box is just... It's it's gambling it's a brilliant rush. just yeah. burst of awesome shit that's flying at your face. Oh my god, that's purple. What is it? I never use a character, but awesome. Yeah, it's, well. it's and for me, because I've already opened so many... It's always just a bunch of duplicates, unless there's a seasonal event going on. See, I, I really can't talk because I, I bought a Switch, so... Well, that's a system. <laughs> yeah, that's... It I, is, I, but I haven't touched it now for a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, but... Uh, that's but, not a sharp... That's not like a really sharp Japanese schoolboy outfit I just paid eight bucks for. <laughs> <laughs> a digital one, no less. Um, so, so fucking sharp. But oh that, uh, that, that spring-loaded uh, boxing game is coming out in May... You can look forward to that. that fucking ridiculous. It looks ridiculous, but I'm not interested in that. I I will buy Mario Kart next week when it comes out. Is it coming out next week? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. uh, either next week or closer to the end of the month, but it's actually, it's actually coming up pretty quick. So, yeah, I mean, I, I have a Nintendo system again. Why would I not have a Mario Kart game in the house? They kind of go together. So. Yeah, you really have to. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if I'm going to buy it digitally or if I'm going to buy a physical copy of it. I haven't decided yet, but... Go physical. Why would you get anything digital for Switch? Oh, because when I have to leave um, the house with it, I don't want to carry all the other little cards with it, you know? Yeah, but aren't the cards like the size of a dime? That just makes them easier to lose. I have children. Yeah, you get a little plastic baggie you put in your pocket. Mm. <laughs> that means you trust me with the game, too? <laughs> yeah, I, I trust your pockets with the game. Okay, fine. Yeah, you're, you're, I will keep it in my mouth. Wait, no. No. <laughs> You yourself, I don't trust as far as I can throw, but I happen to know that those Levi's are of the utmost manufacturer. Oh, they yes, they don't wear through there anyway. They, they, That's right. They fit. Wait a minute, how did you know that? Did I, I, don't, I don't, I don't. Because you just like made a very intelligent guess as to the only kind of jeans that I wear. I just made it. Well, yeah, go, the world's most popular jean brand. How did yeah, I, yeah, how well, did I manage bold. that? Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> if it, if they tr- I was like freaked out for a second. I'm like, did I talk about that? What's going on? Excuse me, sir. Are those bugle boy jeans? <laughs> no, no. Yes. All right then. And they keep on rocking. <laughs> like there used to be a bunch of jean brands in hot competition with each other. <laughs> I can't. I can't guess what those would be. Oh, I got it. I can't get my specific brand of Levi's in stores anymore. You have to buy them online. There's only, there's only one kind I wear, so. American Eagle makes great jeans. I've never been disappointed. Doesn't matter. 501s. Only 501s. <laughs> Always 501s. So you can't find 501s in stores? No. 
That's like the that's like the that's like the Honda the Accord of jeans. You, you can't find the buttonfly ones anywhere anymore. Oh, you wear buttonfly ones. That is crazy. No, Why? that's that's how it was. My uh, my mother was the first girl in her high school to wear jeans, and it had the fly on a girl's jeans at the time went up the side of her hip. And it was See, that's kind of sexy, though. I it's super sexy. Like, yeah. okay, I don't want to say that about my mom, but that clothing, yeah, that clothing concept, yeah, it was kind of cool. And and this has been Gene History Minute with I mean, that was the like video games podcast. Heels. Yeah. Wait, wait. Alex okay, is, we're, we're, Alex we're, is constructing a, a dream I'm, moment I'm now. I'm steadily drinking, and I apologize at for that. At some <laughs> point, we will return <laughs> to the word perky. No! I... <laughs> okay, no, no, I've got it, I've got it. You, you know what I love? A nice uh, MLT, mutton, lettuce, and tomato sandwich when the mutton is nice I and lean. lean. Oh, that, oh. That, that's so perky. I love that. <laughs> that's the only place you can use the word perky and not have it be off. Okay, what is that from? That's that's. I'm gonna leave that up to the listeners to oh, yell at you. God, no, I know who it right, is. You should know that. I know who it is. It that's is, that's Princess is, Bride, isn't it? Oh yeah, okay, Billy Crystal. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, okay, Billy Crystal. Oh, okay, Harry met Sally. Well, he was also in that. Yes. Yeah, I'm just trying to come up with a name. But that there, quote but... is from Princess Bride. Oh shit. Okay. As as uh, Miracle Max. Indeed. He is only near dead. <laughs> He's, your friend here is only mostly dead. Now, mostly dead is slightly alive. <laughs> he didn't say true love. He said true love. <laughs> which, as we all know, it means to bluff. Your friend here is a gambler. Probably owes your money. <clears throat> it's it's sad that Monsters University is going to be the last we really see of him. Of Crystal? Monster. Yeah. He is he done? Is he retired? Yeah. Ah, okay. That's He's on my list of people that I want to have lunch with, just, you know, to talk with. Like, oh, let across, sit across the table. Oh, I know. But it would be awesome. I don't have a list of people I want to have lunch with. Well, John, my... John Goodman. Oh, right that would be there. sweet. He seems like he's just the nicest guy. My other, my other one on the list was Robin Williams, and that's not going to happen anymore. But talk about yeah. exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, it couldn't be. Like, apparently he was just a huge bummer. And it's just sad, just what he had to deal with all the time. Well, um, no, it was... He, he, uh, he had a chemical had, imbalance. He was, yeah, he had a chemical imbalance. And manic depression, like, I thought. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, and he would go off the drugs for certain movies. So he could like do the pan thing, he could do the Mrs. Doubtfire thing, and then he could turn around and be the professor in uh, uh, Goodwill Hunting. Oh, you ever see was... one-hour photo? Yes. Yes, yes, I did. He was really good. Yeah, he yeah. Was, that was creepy. That was... He was on the meds for mm-hmm. that one. <laughs> <laughs> just so. evened him right out. And it's just the saddest thing is like, like apparently it was just the reviews for the crazy ones that just that show wasn't good though. No, it wasn't. I mean, wasn't great. Calista Flockhart was in that, wasn't that her? No, no, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Thank you. Got yeah. the wrong skinny one. <clears throat> Speaking so, of people that deserve a second chance, Sarah Michelle Gellar is the only thing that is wrong with the Cruel Intentions versions of Dangerous Liaisons. Yeah. That was an awesome fucking movie. If you take out Sarah Michelle Gellar. She it has to be the right material. It the old, no she she is like a um, she like she's like Amanda Bynes where if you take her out of the Disney Channel and that shitty writing on those shitty shows suddenly you see how shitty she actually is. <laughs> Show me anything else that 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 she was good in. Buffy. Yeah, but that's it. That's, yeah, that's it. True. And I don't like. I know. We, I'm sure we have listeners who adore Buffy. And given how I actually look and sometimes dress, 
fans of Buffy have been very good to me. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got my first girlfriend because she was she had such a huge crush on uh, on Angel and Buffy. And I happened to kind of have the same look and kind of have the same build and I certainly wore the same coat. <laughs> and, and Short I, blonde hair? Dyed? No, no. Mine, mine, mine's brown. Oh. I it thought was Angel was... No, no, oh, you're, no, you're, no you're, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking of Spike. I'm thinking you're of Spike. You're thinking of Spike. I never watched... Buffy. That guy. What the hell happened to that guy? Spike? Nothing. Like, he just did nothing after he that. He just went he away. He was so goddamn funny. Well, uh, like, almost none of them do anything. Like, Anna, Allison Hannigan, I have no idea what she's doing. How she I Met Your Mother, out. and then... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How I Met Your Mother. Oh, she was hosting Penn and Teller's magic show. Oh, that's awesome. And was incredibly awkward at it, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she couldn't... I mean, I'm a fan of Penn Jillette. And they just they they didn't mix well. So <laughs> I I love that Fula show. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, I record yeah. I record that because that's it's that's good. worth watching. Yeah. You got to find the British version though. The American version is not as good. I've got that too. Actually, yeah. that's what that's what's airing right now. The yeah. American version is on Canadian Netflix, but the British version is on TV right now. Yeah. And apparently, all the good seasons of American Dad will be out of Netflix this month. What? Yep. They're Fuck. all like. Season six is already gone, and two, three, five, and seven are going to be gone by the end of the month. Well, you, you know, you can take like one to five. I I know. Wait, no, no, no. Four, four, five, and six are fantastic. Yeah. Okay. I'm not. I'm not denying that. But I, I don't know. I've I've kind of grown up the last ten years with the kind of new gen Family Guy, and I'm quite comfortable with it. I think the episodes that are airing now are not as solid as the previous ones. Um. But, you know, as long as I get, like, episode or seasons, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, I'm happy. Same with American Dad. Hmm. Yeah, the new hmm. American Dad's not bad. Haven't watched it. Haven't seen it. It's on, I don't know what's going on with it with Canada, but it's on TBS in America. Mm-hmm. I, we do get TBS. Maybe I should check that out. It's not bad. There have been, like, two or three amazing Roger episodes. It's, maybe it's, uh... Uh, kind of like uh, the reboot of Futurama, where one episode was like super topical about things that are going on right now, like the iPhone launch, and then the next episode was real sci- Futurama sci-fi, and you see, you're all just waiting for the second episode. <laughs> Futurama came back wrong. Like there was something just kind of off about it. They yeah, that's really, what it was. They like were... American Dad kind of st- still feels the same. Hmm. Like there's enough of the old writers there, but like the new Futurama felt like a little too precious. They didn't change the characters enough. I thought they changed it a lot. Like, they basically said, like, yes, uh, Fry and Leela are together now. There was a lot of, um, there was a lot of progression. A lot of plot progression, I thought. And I like where they ended it. No, but they, um, they, they had to end it. Like, they had to put a cap on it. And they didn't have the time to get there. They wanted to do a much longer arc with Fry kind of, uh, coming to terms with all the, all the things that he is fated to do in the universe and do all those things and then get around to him, like, him and Leela being happily ever after. But it was nice, at least, that the last episode was about him and Leela and it was another one of those very sweet episodes. And uh, and it ends basically on the on the feeling that I I would do it all I would do this entire Futurama thing again if I could. So it once more nice. around the universe, it was, and it was, it was really sci-fi in a, in a in an affecting way. Yes, it was yeah. a story you couldn't tell in reality. That's right about was, love, mm-hmm. and it was beautiful. It was a- aesthetically beautiful, like they're walking across the ocean together, frozen in time. It's amazing. That must have taken a long fucking time. <laughs> Just yeah. walking forever. Yeah, like, how did they not starve? Anyway. Huh. Okay. Well, I, well, I've, that's a good up note to end on, I think. How yes, do we very not perky. starve? No, yeah. 
I'm Words that are banned from next week's podcast. Oh, Perky. Okay. Sobriety. So, no, no. Underboob. Underboob under boob is also banned. Underboob yeah, is banned. Under Perky is banned. Overwatch is... No, no, actually. We'll talk about Overwatch. That's fine. That's fine. And, and just, just to get out of ahead of it, because I know it's going to land on it, I'm going to say no one can use the word turgid. Alex. <laughs> well, what are we talking about? Um... <laughs> no! No, what there's no reason! Doctor, what are we talking about the principal cast of Doctor Strange Love? Really, Turgid? Turgid? Buck Turgidson. Oh, oh, God. Okay. Oh, wow. References. References. <laughs> All right. That, that brings the podcast to a Turgid ending, which doesn't fit, but I was going to say Turgid a couple more times. It is a fun word. It is. Alex, thanks for talking. Absolutely. Chance, thank you for expanding my vocabulary. Moist. <laughs> there it is. I was waiting for one of you to say it. Oh. I'm not one of those people. I Thank you, everybody. We are sorry. We will see you next week. <laughs> we are a mess. <laughs> Got me the strangest woman. Believe me, this chick's no cinch. But I really get her going. When I take out my big 10-inch record of the band that plays the blues. The band that plays the blues. She just loves my big 10-inch record of her favorite blues. (laughs) Last night I tried to tease her. I gave her a little pinch. But she said, now stop that jiving And get out that big 10-inch record of the band that plays the blues Well, the band that plays the blues She just loves my big 10-inch record of her favorite blues I cover her with kisses when we're in a lover's clinch And when she gets all excited, she begs for my big 10-inch Record of the band that plays the blues Well, the band that plays the blues She just loves that big teenage Record of her favorite blues Don't go for smoking And liquor just makes her flinch Seems she just goes for nothing Except my big 10-inch Record of the band that plays the blues Well, the band that plays the blues She just loves my big 10-inch Record of her favorite blues